All right. Ready to do the show. Wait. Is this really the music we're going to use? Oh, well. Welcome to Midweek with Mike. Welcome to Midweek with Mike. This is your host, Mike. You guys ever have one of those days at work where it's just straight bullshit? That was my day today. Hello. We're going to railroad you. Here comes the train. Choo-choo. Yeah, I'm not going to dig too far into that. Today we're talking about rent. Not the kind of rent like you're renting an apartment, but sort of like that. So those of you who own a house, you don't have to tune out. I promise I'll make it worth your while. I do want to give you guys an update. A couple weeks ago, we talked about passion. Passion was specifically reaching out to those that you haven't talked to in a while. It was the week-long challenge, texting seven different people in seven different days. Mine came about a little bit differently. A friend of mine, Master Sergeant in the Air Force, now retired, and posted on Facebook about something. And I reached out, said, hey, I haven't talked to you in a while. He messaged me back, said, hey, I'm having a hard time in life. I've been, you know, just decided I need events on Facebook. So I reached out to him. Tell you what. You ever have that when you talk to somebody and it's like you, you haven't talked for years, but it's been like five minutes? That's how it was with my friend. He is such a dynamic guy. He is so deep. I had no idea he was so deep with who he is as a person. Let me backtrack a little bit. When I was in the Air Force, I was a little bit disappointed. I thought it was going to be a little bit more disciplined, a little bit more structured. I knew it wasn't going to be the Marines, but it definitely had sort of a chair force mentality to it. Well, then came the sergeant at the time, and then tech sergeant, and then eventually master sergeant after I left. This guy was the epitome of integrity. This guy stood up for his troops no matter what. When I separated from the Air Force, Air National Guard, I had a talk with the major, advised him that the unit I was in was a shit show. His chief master sergeant running it was a douchebag. And there was really no way he could get me to stick around. Well, long story short, I ended up in a uh, lieutenant colonel's office offering me pretty much everything in the world to stay in. And I declined. But the one thing that I did point out is that this sergeant was a man of integrity. He had been railroaded and basically fucked his whole career. But I looked up to him because guess what? He took care of his troops. Long story short, we have a conversation. It's been, shoot, at least a good five years since I've talked to him. He's going through a hard time. He has PTSD from stuff that he saw overseas. And he's now retired from the Air Force. He does uh, a little bit of medical marijuana, does a little bit of mushrooms, and he's having a tough, tough time. Eventually, we're going to get him on because we want to talk about what PTSD is like for a vet. He is, again, the guy that I would go to in the military. He was incredible. I'm not going to drop his name yet, but you'll remember this story when it comes time when we talk about him. So we're going to jump back to rent. What am I talking about with rent? So the definition of rent is a payment made periodically by a tenant to a landlord for the use of land slash property. So looking at life, and that's where I'm going with this, what do we rent in life? Well, 
it's easy. You got your car, make a car payment or a lease payment, or maybe it's paid off, but you're still paying for insurance, still paying for fuel, still paying for maintenance. You know, those tires have to be replaced every couple of years. We're essentially renting that car. We have to keep working for that car to keep working. You look at your house, the house that you choose to live in, you're not going to live in it forever. It's a possible investment, depending on where you live and how much it's going up in value. But you still have to do the payment on it. You have to do the maintenance on it. The dog throws up all over the carpet. you got to get those carpets cleaned. Next thing you know, the little dog's scratching on the trim. you got to replace the trim. It's rent, for lack of a better term. It's rent. You are making a payment periodically as a tenant to not necessarily a landlord, but somebody for the use of that land or property. You know, what else do we rent? Well, I would argue we rent our bodies, depending on where you're at in life and how fit you are. Fit people go to the gym every day and make that rent payment. It's a matter of discipline. People with six packs make that rent payment by working out at the gym and eating right. Me, I maintain a perfectly good dad bod by not eating so right but working out at the gym every every day. So we all pay rent. It's either to one thing or another, our cars, our body, our house. I mean, just look at the amount of stuff that we pay. Think about it just for a minute. When you think about your car, how much do you pay a month for your car? How much do you pay a month for your house? Not just talking about your payment, but utilities, cable, internet, your cell phone, Look at all these things that we quote unquote rent to maintain the lifestyle that we like. How much could you cut back on? I'm in the process right now of cutting back as much as possible. When I look at it, I go through my bank statement or my credit card statement and I look and I go, wow, I spend way too much money eating out every month. It's a guilty pleasure of mine. I like eating out. I like spending time with my girlfriend. It's just how I like to spend my free time. I'm surprised I'm not fatter than I am actually. We're renting that, right? So this lifestyle that I'm leading right now, I make a decent income at my job and I put up with a fuck ton of bullshit. I'm sorry, I'm trying not to swear. A lot of BS. But the thing is, I like my lifestyle. So let's say I go ahead and jump into another job and I'm making 75% of what I'm making right now. I can't maintain my lifestyle on that 75%. So what do I need to change to be able to change careers? If my job is giving me X amount of stress, is it worth Y amount of cash? The answer is maybe, maybe not. Where's your perfect balance on that? If you go into work every day and you're dreading going to work, but you're making a million dollars a year, is it worth it to you? Could you live on $750,000 a year, not have to put up with that level of BS as you're at your job? Something to be said for that. Again, today is a shorter midweek with Mike, but look at what you're renting in your life. This is my challenge. Look at what you're renting. Look at what it is that you have that you're willing to sacrifice your body, your mental health for as you're at your job and go, is it worth it? If it's not worth it, are you willing to change? And that's a tough thing. It's easy to look at everything from, a bird's eye view and not be attached to it and go, you know what? This is effed. I'm out. See ya. Deuces. And then you start planning. 
and you're going, huh, where do I want to go now? What do I want to do? And you look and you look and then you find something. I can do this. And it's a great thing to think and plan and do your Excel spreadsheets, find that budget. I have this many customers. I can do this much and I can maintain it this way. And I do this much for marketing. But do you actually do it? There's the implementation part of that. Planning is awesome. But when do you take that leap? So again, my challenge for this week is look at your life and the sacrifices you have to make for what you have. A good friend of mine used to have a quote, is the juice worth the squeeze? Is the amount of pleasure you get out of your life by spending the amount of money or living the lifestyle you live worth the payment you are paying for it with time away from family? time away from friends, maybe a weird messed up schedule, maybe just a weird messed up work environment. Is that really where you want to be? How many friends do you have that have said, you know what, F this place, I'm out. They make a plan. They facilitate their plan. Bam, they're gone. And you look over and you go, wow, I wish I was them. But you can be them. You just have to make a plan. You just have to figure out where do you want to be be who you want to be. Again, challenge for this week, look at your life and the sacrifices you have to make to have what you have. One. Two, evaluate your priorities. If you're fine with working a 60-hour work week or you're fine with putting up with the level of BS that you're putting up with and you come home and you're stressed and you've got to have a couple beers in your system just to be able to get through the night, hopefully you wake up in the morning without a headache and you're not crapping your brains out the next day, great. But maybe you want to change that. Maybe your time with your significant other is worth it to you. Maybe it's not. What are your priorities? And then make the changes. It's three easy steps, but we all know they're not easy steps. Look at your life and sacrifices of what you have to do to have what you have. That's easy. Okay, yeah, I got to go to this BS job and be done with this level of BS and come home and try not to be pissed off and angry. Then you evaluate your priorities. Well, that's easy. I want more time with my family. I want more vacation time. I want more money, whatever that may be. And then make changes. It's the hardest part of the equation there is making the change. Look at your life and sacrifices, what you have. Evaluate your priorities. Make changes. I do want to give a quick shout out really quick. Andy and Linda, good friends of the show. I've known Andy and Linda for going on probably over five, maybe six years now. They are an incredible couple. I'm just going to throw out there they live somewhere in Oregon. Andy's your typical mountain man. Both just very, very dynamic people. If you could get to know these people, they are the salt of the earth people. So I reach out to them and I go, hey, I need help with a logo. So guess what? Linda texts me back, hey, what do you want? How are we going to do this? Blah, 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 blah. Within the period of 72 hours, Andy and Linda have a new logo, which is the whatever happened to patriotism logo you're looking at right now. Thank you for their hard work and their endeavors. And guess where I'm going when I want some new t-shirts? Andy and Linda. Otherwise, this is Mike. Hope you guys have a wonderful week and we'll catch you next time.
You've been listening to the Whatever Happened to Patriotism podcast. The Whatever Happened to Patriotism podcast can be controversial at times. The comments and the opinions of the host and guest are for entertainment purposes only and not their actual opinions. While the Whatever Happened to Patriotism podcast is about first responder heroes, this podcast is in no way affiliated with any first responder departments. 